I, I don't have much to say this week. We, we, okay, here's the deal. We got to go longer. Not, not because I love spending time with you, but <laughs> my TV is all locked up <laughs> until 10 o'clock for Why? Rock and Week. What? Uh, the Bachelor, apparently. Are you serious? Oh, it's not actually locked up. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's it's locked up. Okay, we have to record till ten, and you can play Rocket League. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. I'm Tom, joined with Andy, Neil, and Hannah. Wow, good job. Thank you, thank you. Nice, uh, nice intro. Did he get too tired of me last week, so I'm back. It felt like we had a new host. We should call you Jersey Tom. Jersey Tom. There's a Jersey Mike's sub shop. Is that like everywhere? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have them over here. We have that. I feel like like Jersey Mike's Mm -hmm. started elsewhere and then came to Jersey. (laughs) I don't know. I I never heard about it until like two years ago. Aren't you in it's, Jersey? I am. Question mark. Okay. You, you, yeah, no, I am. But you would think like Jersey Mike's, you think that'd be all over in the state. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a relatively new. I don't think I've unless I'm just so Mike's. sheltered. Sorry to kill you all. No worries. But if we're going to start calling people by their geographical location, I do have something to say to Canadian Neil. What's that? Um. Well... I don't know if we actually said this in the podcast, but he actually got regular Neil's convoluted riddle correct. Oh, right? that's right. We owe him, oh, don't we owe him that's $5 right. still? And he, we, and he responded in Discord and said, keep the money and use it to rent uh, The Rats of Nim, whatever the movie's called. Oh. And I will say, I'm totally into that. I had to infect mice today. So I'd like to wait... Till I'm done with mouse experiments, so I'm not the antagonist of the story anymore. But you still kind of be the antagonist. Wait, just because you're finished with the experiment. Yeah. It's yeah. like you still did that. Yeah, well, but... <laughs> yeah, well, but... <laughs> it's different when they're just pieces. Okay. Hold on. So, 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 so I'm saying April. Is what I would. My fingers crossed. April. I never see another mouse again unless it's animated. Okay. But I do want to watch it, and we got to listen to our listeners. So, what is this movie that you're talking about that uh, Canadian Neil recommended? Something in the Rats of Nim. But it is or like rats. I mean, the rats of yeah. Like an actual rat animal. You said you uh, got bit by one earlier. I got bit by a mouse. Oh, a twice. mouse. Twice, actually. Twice. While you were infecting them? Because you're the antagonist. Yeah. I am the antagonist, and the male mice fight back a little bit. Now, do you have to get, like, a special shot for that? Like a rabies? Oh. <laughs> okay. No, because they're lab mice. <laughs> they come from a lab, like, supply company. Like, they get screened for all sorts of diseases. Hold um, on. I think I'd be more worried from uh, from a mouse coming from a lab biting me. Considering right. what you guys do to them in there. Yeah. Yeah, but the the animal supply company keeps them super clean so that we can infect them with stuff and there's no other kind of confounding factors. Do you remember when we read the hot zone? Oh, okay, so this was a fresh one. 
I do remember the red the hot zone deal because actually <laughs> the first the first guy the first one got me super fucking good in like my texting thumb. Um and so I had to put another glove on my hand so I could keep going and then I got bit on the other one. So I had to put another glove on. So I was double gloving the whole time. I never double glove. I was just trying to contain my blood, but it still felt like the hot zone for a smidge. <laughs> 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 but so, it wasn't a so bola. Tom. Now that you're it was back, uh... I'm back. Not here to talk about the expanse this time, unless we didn't oh, get enough in say, there last week. I was gonna say, now that you're back, have you figured out why you're ripping pillows or sheets <laughs> or linens of the sort? You know, I completely forgot to bring that up to my therapist. I should have asked him. I should have been like. You know, I, I'm having these strange dreams. Could they mean anything? When I wake up and my sheets are just torn all apart. Do you uh, remember your dreams? We could do dream analysis. He, I, I actually did talk to him about dreams before. And he was saying that it'd be really useful to write it down when you first wake up. Because obviously, basically, it leaves so it. fast. Because, yeah, like, I, I would tell you, like, I did remember what happened in my dream this morning when I first woke up. Now, I couldn't tell you. I feel like Fair I was enough. in kind of a rage, though, too. Like, maybe, maybe that's... <laughs> you think? <laughs> maybe that's a little uh, extreme. Or, uh, what's the word? But uh, <laughs> it could go along with why my sheets are all ripped. Yeah, or it could just die of shitty sheets, and Bed Bath & Beyond makes shitty sheets. I still haven't made it over to Target to pick up some... some you think ones, Bed so. Bath & Beyond? It's in their name. Yeah. They should have had this down. I mean, it is. they are really nice. And they, but they've only lasted me what two years or so. I think I replaced them off recently. I guess that's not the, that. Uh, the problem, I, the problem I was having was the the main sheet of the bed that kept ripping, and I think it was maybe like sharp toenails or something. <laughs> okay, well now we can have toe corner. Yeah, <laughs> but like the pillow, what's going up with that up there? I don't know. Oh, I know you're ripping the pillow too. The, it's the pillowcase right now that's my problem. The, both pillowcases too. Are you biting sure. through it? <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, I'm not biting or eating anything in my sleep. You're just dreaming <laughs> of like dreaming a giant of, marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. That's what all those stains I, are on my pillow. I just want to say, eat. just because Bed Bath & Beyond has bed in the name doesn't mean they're going to have good sheets. Like, you think about Burger King, you don't necessarily get a good burger from them. He's it's the true. king of burgers. I don't think I've had a Burger King it's, burger in like 15 years. I, yeah. I, I used to eat Burger King in middle school. I used to. Do you guys remember the quad stack that came out? I don't know if they still make it. I don't remember. I that. assume that's four hamburger patties. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's so in middle school, I got that a couple times. My mom was, uh, you know, she'd treat us, I guess, to like some fast food on like a Friday night. <laughs> Be like, get me the quad stack. <laughs> Ridiculous. Would not eat now that. I am thinking that your dreams are more about eating. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I'm just hungry at heart. Also, just really to go back about me. 10 minutes, the movie is called The Secret of Nim. There's no rat in the title at all? No, because there's a book and it's called Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. And I've only read the book slash written fan fiction about the rats. And what did I haven't seen Nim, the movie. remind me again? Nim was an acronym for it's the National Institute of Mental Health. That's right, yeah. Neil, you've been quiet. I'm just soaking it all in, man. Just soaking it all in. I feel like you're processing a lot from this week. 
Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not really. <laughs> Throw it all into your... I mean, every week you know, is you have to open up. Every week is a is a process, I would say, of some of some kind. Um, today, I mean, I, the only thing I would say, because I had the day off today, so that was nice. Um, my kids were, however, flip side, uh, kids were off too, so. Um, I guess that does explain why you were drinking beer in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you had to help me there, Hannah, huh? I uh, did. <laughs> you called me a cow last episode. I did call you a cow. I guess I deserve it. Okay. So, here we that go. That might have made it into the podcast. Yeah. We good. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, my kids were off because they uh, Is it President's Day today? Is that the day that it is? Yes. Yes, okay. So, my company normally... I've never had President's Day off in 20 years of working in the United States. But since my company was uh, acquired by a French company, apparently now we get President's Day off, which makes even less sense. But less I'm taking sense. it, so I'll take it. So we played Carcassonne today um, in real life, not on the iPad. And I accidentally knocked my beer onto the game board about, I would say, two-thirds through. So covered all the nice new cardboard Carcassonne pieces in in beer managed yeah it was it's maiden voyage right the first time you played that's the way i see it yeah it's like it's it's already been broken in let's put it that way it's we're like playing when you with like, the river now boys yep. yeah it's just a river of beer so that was fun um yeah <laughs> so we, All right, we played carcassonne this weekend we played this weekend and i also are you gonna bring this i up? also got super mad and w- <laughs> So here's what actually happened. I, I missed this. I, I you left. did. Yes. So, so Tom, I, Tom, I gotta find out what. All right, Tom. Here's what happened. Like we were playing Carcassonne, as you know. After you left, we started a new game, right? And I don't remember if we played one more after that and then another one. But anyway, we were playing. I don't think so. What was gonna be the last game? And I think I would say we were about forty-five minutes into it, maybe even an hour. It was, it was getting into the middle to late game, and things. I was doing all right. I was thinking, yeah, I'm doing good and i was actually trying and i don't try a lot in a lot of things but when i do try i'm like okay i'm really think sort of like feeling like i've got this thing down here it's like i'm gonna i'm in the running right and then i go then i go and get a monastery which by the way i never get i think in all the time i play car (laughs) because i think i've got one and i think i forgot to put my meeple on it i think you did too yes and then I That's got what the, I was making I, a joke about. I got a fucking monastery. I put it down and the stupid fucking app. I don't know what happened. Let's not blame it on the six beers I had or anything like that. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Let's just say that the app is at fault and I forgot to put the meeple down. And it, I didn't notice immediately because you don't, right? And then everyone was like, oh, you forgot to put the meeple down. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Fuck this! And I just fucking it was slammed funny, my. Though. I slammed my laptop down and walked away. <laughs> and my wife, who was also playing with us, and yeah. she was sort of half paying attention. She was also playing Scrabble and dots and stuff, and she was not really paying attention to any of this. And she just saw me get up, and she literally—you would have laughed. She looks up at me and she goes, "Did you just throw a tantrum and walk away?" And I was like, 
yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like, well <laughs> <laughs> and i was like ah oh, fuck it i can't fucking play that game it's driving me crazy so yeah that was oh. that was annoying so i was talking to maddie earlier i've come to the conclusion that the game i like the game but the game hates me that's fair but i'll keep playing that that's why you threw beer all over it today. yeah accidentally yeah, both... on purpose i guess Sub- it was um subconsciously yeah you just went fuck this and yeah. then your kids did beat you so then my kids beat me in the first game they ever play i spilled <laughs> beer on the damn thing this Jeez. game is not meant for me clearly that's it's probably because you weren't trying that's why it's because i was trying neil it all went wrong <laughs> sometimes that's that, the well, worst that's thing to do i've yeah. played this game four times and two of them i've won and I still oh, don't yes. know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, the more I've played it, I've the com- entire premise of the game is lack of effort gets you places. Let me tell you. Yeah, it has to be at least fifty percent uh, luck on the tile that you flip. Yeah, I was going to say it, oh, yeah. it reminds me of poker. It's a, uh, it seems skill based and probably is skill based at the higher end of it for good players. But other than that, it's just fucking Iron Jesus. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I, think, I, would... I think the whole city play is. I, I think there's some more strategy to that rather than the like monastery placement or what regular paths. I don't or like know. roads. I mean, roads roads yeah, are boring as fuck. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of strategy to it, but yeah, I mean, I would say the most strategy probably comes into placing cities and yeah. when you can place it where other people already have established it, and then you can put your maple down to kind of either join in with them equally or put yourself in a position to actually take it over eventually. But then again, yeah, you're playing that luck of uh, hopefully I get the cards to actually bring the city together to the place I just, or to the the piece I just placed. Yeah, playing online with you guys is the most I've ever shared a city before. Begrudgingly, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) We did get a big boy city that was like 38 points and that that was pretty good. It is a cool game, though. It's, it's certainly um, some good fun. Yeah, because when Marty adds in farming and the abbot, I haven't played that before, maybe like 10 years ago. So I'm always just like, whatever. I'm not going to farm. I'm an intellectual. And, uh, <laughs> and I lose. <laughs> As I do in real life. Surprise, surprise. Farmers make a lot more money than I do. Mm. But they don't get bit by a mouse. It's just part of like their day-to-day life. They might. Well, actually. I'm sure there's yeah, mouse or mice out there in the fields. Eating the grain. Very, various That actually mouse. is the whole basis of Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. <laughs> she is a mouse and she has a little house in the field. <laughs> my, my bee. I don't know why. More importantly, though. I was going to say, you know, Neil and his tantrum, I think we've all been there with things annoying us. And sometimes the smartest thing is just to walk away, even if it's a game. Yeah, because otherwise you just get madder. Like, you can't get out of that cycle if you stay in it. Yeah, if you're not enjoying it, why do it? Right. Well, I was enjoying it. I wasn't in a bad mood until that moment. And then I was just like, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) And I just lost it and 
just temper, you know. But it's okay. Oh God. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a roller coaster. It like goes uphill, yeah. and then once you hit the top, yeah, if you, you hit that breaking point, yeah. then you just yeah, it starts such spiraling. a crash. I just like, no, <laughs> it wouldn't have bothered me if it wasn't for the fact that it had happened before, and I had said to myself, <laughs> "Don't make that mistake twice. Learn from your lesson." And you know when you don't learn from your own lessons, and you're like, "Oh my God, I." Can't. You played yourself. Yeah. And if it was the first card, okay, whatever. You know, I can resign to the fact that I'm just here for just hanging out. But because I was so, like, actually trying in that one game, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going good. I've got some good meeples over there. I've got some good stuff. Oh, my God, i got a monastery. This is this is looking so great. Plop. <laughs> oh, no. I've got to play some meeple. Anyway, it's all good. Was Perp in that game? Just curious. Yeah, Perp was there. Yeah. yeah. No, he was. I think he, he, he wasn't the one that pissed you off or tried no, to like go against you. No anything. one in particular pissed yeah, me off, except Marty when he then sent me a gift saying lame. That pissed me off because oh. I was already yeah. pissed off and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I saw that too and I was like, Marty, I don't think it's the time. <laughs> you got to give some space. Yeah. But, I just, uh, no, I just went to sleep. I woke up the next day. I felt a lot better. And it worked really? out fine on our end, too, because we weren't sure whether the game would keep playing, but the computer took over you and oh, Tasia. Well, Ta- oh, really? so Tasia quit, which actually, I did, she wasn't going to quit. And I'm like, don't quit, you carry on. And she's like, well, but I have to forfeit. I don't know what she was saying. And then she talk- Then she called me an arsehole. I forgot to tell you that part. She goes, you're an arsehole because now, now they can't play the game. I'm like, yeah, surely I'll just forfeit. And I, the, uh, it's just... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway. You know, I, I just figured the game was going on too long and you want to get some good rest before Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's what. Oh, it, yes. That's what it and was. And you got roses. Yeah, and so, okay, I get this. So, to all of our listeners, so we're all sitting there, okay, playing a game. <laughs> oh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. What's everybody doing? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know, but. What should I do? Or some, I think Tom, maybe you. Or so, someone said, "What should I get for a Valentine's?" I was like, "Oh, this and this. What about roses?" And so I was like, "No, not roses." That was me. Yeah, forget <laughs> roses are stupid. And there's me sitting there. I'd just been to the store two hours before, picked up a bunch of roses, put hid them in my garage so that you know the wife doesn't see them on on the evening. Um, and I'm just thinking, no, oh, don't say that. And then my wife's there going, "Well." Roses, you know, they're not the best, but better than no- better than nothing. Better than yeah. nothing, <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, because your wife was on the chat with yeah. Like, oh. She joined in like right at that point. I think. I think it was around then. Yeah, it's like, oh, pretty like, much perfect. Oh, Surprisingly, this is not the first time I put my foot in my mouth, Neil. It was. But, all, it was all good. When I when I gave into it, she said, "Better than nothing." So worked out. <laughs> <laughs> worked out well but i also bought a, a chocolate um just a cheap you know like a uh, a heart a tin shape of heart tinned shape box of chocolates that said on it uh thank you for picking me to disappoint you on this valentine's day <laughs> so with roses it actually was even more um you know on point given the whole roses conversation so worked out <laughs> I just, I just will say, I feel like roses is a cop out. Well, I would say it's what? traditional. Wow. Like, it's not. How is that a cop out? Unless, unless you know that the woman likes roses. Sure. 
But if she likes another flower and you get her roses, it's like you're not paying attention. Well, if that's the thing, though. If you... And everyone gets roses. If... Red roses, Valentine's Day, cliche. Yeah, but for a reason, because roses are roses. And it's, that's, it's like saying, oh, cliche to eat um, turkey on Thanksgiving. Cle- I don't what? eat turkey on Thanksgiving, no, Most Neil. people do, though. So. Well, okay. It's a sport of a It's like, you know, if you're engaged, being engaged. <laughs> You you ask someone to marry you, you give them a diamond ring. They were not they're not going to be like, oh, that's cliche. Everyone else yeah. gets diamond rings. No, but if you and your it's part of the tradition. Le- well, well, hold on. As long as your fiance knows blah, 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 blah. each other, like you'll kind of get her like the style of a ring that she would like. Or you can get a different stone in a ring. Oh. I'm down for that. No one's with a me moon a ring. rock in it. No one's giving me a ring because I have these suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone should listen to me, but I will still tell you things. That's good. I want you to tell us things because you know half the time you have something worthwhile to say. Half, oh, fifty percent. Half the That's time, good. not bad. That's pretty good. The other half is tarot readings. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or just but, uh, me Tom. saying something really stupid. <laughs> Tom, what about you? You've you've been dating this girl for what eleven dates or so? Was she yeah, your Valentine? Right around there. Uh, I guess through text. Should we bring this up? Sounds like a Okay, because I do have a question. Okay. Is 11 dates a lot of dates? Is that Valentine's Day appropriate? Okay. It depends how long you space them out, probably. I guess so, because it's COVID. That's that's the thing that kind of happened. Yeah, between COVID, she went to Florida for a little over a month, too. So, like, half the dates, I guess, were before that. Half the dates were after. So, it's like, it's almost like... When she got back, kind of not exactly picking up right where we left off. I mean, kind of are. I mean, we kept in contact the entire time she was down there. I don't know, but uh, you know, she she was down. The I do this not know. For okay, That's why I sorry. asked. All right, all right. Well, so <laughs> what's the time frame then? Like three months? In terms of how long I've been dating her since day one to day eleven. We don't have to day use one? the word. We don't have to use the D word. All right, all right. Uh, talking we could just to use her. Talking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 why can't we use the D word? They, that's what they've been doing. Well, I don't know. Have you guys talked about it? Are you in a relationship? We haven't that's talked about That's the R that, word. Well, that's the R word. Hold on. Okay, no, no, no. Dating. Okay, maybe I don't understand what dating is. <laughs> wait. <laughs> it's the pre-cut. This, no, I, I want to hear, hear your opinion on this because I, I, I feel like you're going to go in the same direction that my ex-girlfriend went with dating and like what dating meant what a relationship meant and all that stuff so i'm kind of i'm interested because she was actually the first person ever heard talk about it like that so oh um i guess i just kind of feel like it's just kind of like hanging out before and it's super casual especially if you haven't talked about it i think it's still pretty cash um but dating is like, it's the point where you decide, hey, I'm going to date you and just you. So unless you feel like having a poly relationship. So it's but like, exclusive. It's, exclusivity. Yeah. It, yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Which I guess does correlate to relationship. Well, it's like pre-relationship. Um, we'll see how it goes and then it will become a relationship if we keep, keep it going, I guess, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Is that normal? Is that right, Tom? Do you like that? I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of like I wouldn't say we're in a relationship. Um, we did like just 
briefly talk about like neither of us are really seeing anybody else. That's but, an important talk, actually. Yeah, but we so but we didn't like specifically put names on it, like right. relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, kind of like we didn't we haven't talked about that at all. Um, I don't think we're far from it per se, but just taking it as it goes and how it you know how it flows and eventually, as long as things keep going the way it's going, yeah, I could see that happening. So did you, so tell us about Valentine's then. So I, I haven't celebrated Valentine's Day with her. Uh, she was down the shore celebrating. She had a trip planned with her friends because her friend was defending her dissertation um, this past Fuck. week. Jealous. <laughs> You'll get there, right? Someday. Until then, I'm just going to get eaten alive. <laughs> it didn't sound like fun. I mean... Uh, oh, no, get, get to that point, but yeah, she's uh, from what I heard, she's very relieved. Everything went well, and uh, so they went down to celebrate down the shore. Just did uh, like, so her. I don't know if it's her boyfriend, fiance, husband. Her his family has like a shore home, and so they went down there for the weekend to to celebrate the whole thing. So, cool. so this uh, so, this so- upcoming week, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate it instead. Um, still in the works. I gotta gotta figure it out. But, but that's it. So, that's definitely roses. Get roses. Yeah, Get roses. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna make suggestions, and then you do everything <laughs> besides that suggestion. Yeah. All right. That sounds pretty good. Although I did think me and I did think Perp actually had a good idea with orchids. Yeah, orchids. Are, orchids yeah. last a long time. So Cause they're planted. They that, last a long time. They could grow another flower. Yeah. That could be good or bad, though. What if, like, I don't know if she's the type of person that has, or that likes to keep upkeep flowers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if she's a plant person. That really hasn't I come mean, up in conversation. Well, then you're not in a rel- No. Yeah, it sounds like it's about time to get <laughs> you. Definitely yeah. not in a relationship. No. <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought. Hold on, talk I want to get Neil's idea here. Yeah. All right, all right. It's roses so, and a tin that says, so, thanks for disappointing you. I, I do have something to say well, about not, roses afterwards. I'm, I just have a, a question or okay. know, an opinion but not, about Not necessarily Neil's ideas. First. Not not Neil's ideas on what to do, but Neil's idea back to the the, the terms around relationships and dating. Well, what do you define as a dating? What do you define as a relationship? And as Hannah was saying earlier, hanging out. Where do you draw those lines? I kind of agreed with I'm not mostly agreeing what, with these guys. So I, I would I was almost in agreement that I think dating is a two sided thing. It's either like, okay, we're dating, but I'm dating other people. Maybe I'm dating four people, whatever. Um mm-hmm. unless you commit to some kind of exclusive dating, but if you're committing to an exclusive dating, you're really just saying, Let's be in a relationship, I would I would say. So dating, yeah, yeah. So dating's more like because you know in today's day and age as well. It's not to sound like a seventy-year-old man. Um, dating is something that people do every single day, right? You just get find a date. Next, let me tell you, to, I don't understand dating in today's day and age. <laughs> right, but younger generations—they're like they'll date someone on a Tuesday, then someone else on a Thursday. It's like a date's a date. It's just that's just more like just going on a date to see if you like somebody. Whatever. There's no. There's absolutely you keep zero going commitment. Going on a date with the same person. 
the more over and over again. But unless you commit to, I, I mean, I would argue you can keep dating the same person in perpetuity, in in perpetuity, perpetuity. So like that's like the pituitary gland. Um, yeah, in perpetuity <laughs> for like ever without ever being exclusive and caring. Yeah, why not? I mean, of course you can. But I don't know because I don't understand this. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not expert on the whole thing, but that's how I would sort of. It seems like Tom was agreeing with you. No, I, th- I think I am. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think at first, like at first, maybe hang out or I, I mean, I th- I think once you get past like let's say three four dates, I think at that point you're like dating per se them. But it doesn't mean you need to be exclusively dating them. You could be dating several people. So let me ask you a question then. Can I time out here right now? Yeah. Uh, let me just How ask a quick question. Let me just ask a quick question. How old am I? 31. Oh. Okay. Okay. So you about the, what? What are you, Hannah? 33? Um, I'm not going to ask you. I'm You're a lady. 30... I, I regret the question. <laughs> I'm 17. Andrew, edit it out. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, keep my little girl voice. <laughs> I'm 34, I turned, I think so, because my birthday was December. But I never remember how old I am. That That's is weird. Funny. Like, I, I had to think about it when you asked me, because I didn't remember right. if I was 31. Yeah. I feel like once I hit 30, it just blended it. Yeah. Yes. I feel like once I hit 25, uh, I really lost track of myself. <laughs> I, might, I might be 32, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but Tom, so let me ask. So, you guys are dating. You've gone on 11 dates. You've discussed... Or you, you, you said to each other that it, it sounded more anecdotally or incidentally that you aren't dating other people, but it didn't sound to me like you had said that you had committed to each other to not date other people, which is significantly different, right? Because it, it leaves the door open for you to date someone else or for her to date someone if she meets someone or you meet someone and you're like, oh, I've got to date this person, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So. Does that is that where you are? Is that like the headspace of, of how things are? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say that's where we're at, and because of that, I wouldn't say we're in a relationship. Right? Say. Yeah, fair. So, okay. what does it take to get to okay. the to guess, the? Uh, okay. What does it take to get to that for you to get to the next uh, to that point where you not 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 that you say you're in a relationship necessarily, but where you say, oh. We're going to date and we like each other enough that we're no longer going to be, we're going to just be, you know, exclusive for some period or for now until things change. Or do you not ever have to verbalize that? No, I think at some point, it. I mean, in the past, any relationship I've been in, it's been verbalized at some point. Also, I guess you could say, how do you, how do you know when your anniversary per se is um, mm-hmm. without kind of having that discussion? Sure. I think yeah. it would have to come up at some point. Um, I, I think it just naturally has to kind of flow and get to that point. And I think with COVID, maybe a little bit, that dating is just kind of, and maybe it's a mix of me and her in general, um, and just how we are, but we're just moving slower than maybe other people would in, you know, meeting for the first time and hanging out, dating, all that. So I'm just kind of. I am not, pro slow moving. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's going well, and I I think if we, I don't know. I mean, who do, who's to say if you did rush into something, might, like yeah, yeah might maybe you're getting like too slow. far into it, and I mean, everyone everyone does dating a little different, you know. 
So as a Scorpio Venus, I have a lot of issues with relationships. This is that fifty percent, Anna. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you can cut this part out, but like, or we could do your charts, figure out no, who you guys insane. are. But uh, no, I guess because I never really. Like, I've never been on a date with someone I didn't already know for a while. Really? You've never done just, like, a Tinder date or anything like that? I've never been on Tinder, and I feel like I I still really don't want to. It feels weird. Yeah. It's there's, fun. there's other dating apps. Whether it's Tinder weird. or something else. No, it's fun. I mean, I I don't see why you wouldn't. I see more as a uh, girl why you wouldn't than a, than a man. For sure. Yeah. But... Yeah, Let's talk true. about murder podcast, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really want to get off the uh, subject. <laughs> uh, That's so. No, like I've always just dated people that I ended up knowing beforehand that I was already kind of friends with. I mean, that's how I was up until meeting this girl. And so, like, we already kind of had the hanging out. I think. Yeah, you've and already we... done that. You know them. You know that you like enough about them to consider dating them. So. Right. Yeah. So. All right, fine. If I move to Minneapolis, I will get a Tinder. Now I don't want to move there. I don't think we were trying to pressure <laughs> well, you to get a Tinder, but... No. Hey, man, it makes good no. podcast conversations. I... Yeah. We're trying to get Marty. I guess I was just... Marty a while back, right? Yeah, but he doesn't have, <laughs> just... like... His town's too small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying don't, don't write off dating apps or dating websites or any of those things. And maybe it's not for you, but for anyone listening... They work out. Yeah, I don't think that okay, there's anything wrong with them. I, I have a friend that just got engaged a couple weeks back to someone that he met through that. Actually, through, my uh, best friend met her oh. now husband through a, a dating app. I don't know if it was Tinder exactly, but they're all another, good and married. Yeah, I have another uh, friend that just, uh, they're getting married um, what, October this October, I think, and they met on Tinder. So, no, two people, it's, at least. It's getting yeah. more and more common. I don't, like, think it's bad to be on a dating app. I just feel like it's yeah. a lot of, uh... Andy, I've, I do feel like I'm an extrovert, but I prefer being an extrovert around people I already know. So, like, and I feel like you enjoyed meeting new people over and over again more, because you thought it was interesting, where I would just think it's tiring. Well, Isn't I, see, I'm an introvert. Yeah, you are more well, introvert, no, yes. but yeah, I'm an introvert, and it gets tiring. Like I could only do so much of it. Um, but I guess if I know what I'm looking for, and there's a purpose to it, I can make that concession. I will say my plan, if I ever date again, is to bring out all my weird shit early on and tell them the cannibal story I know, <laughs> and if they stick around, we good. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Get it all out. Get it all out to Cause begin. I, right? Because that's I think how I, I got all of yeah. my friends. Oh my goodness! You know that guy in Germany? Question mark. What what guy? No. Oh, that uh, guy. Yeah, I know that guy. I, well, I'm just oh kidding. yes. If anyone knew about the German cannibal. German um, I do not know about the German cannibal. Although, while you look it up, I did want to throw one thing in. We're talking about Tinder people and people getting married. I was indirectly responsible for two people um, getting married who got married on a website that I developed. And through the chat what? through the chat system, they met each other and they ended up actually hitching the knot. 
which is really quite cool. Wait, was this the, so, hold this on. Is the website if that you're you talked about like a year ago? No, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever mentioned it. Uh, Neil, if you're indirectly responsible for them getting together, if they ever break up, are you ind- indirectly responsible for that too? Yeah. I'm, They'll call you okay, I'm indirectly you responsible for everything that, that happens for them for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I mean, you know, okay. obviously I'm not... I, I would say directly that you're not, right? You just build something and people get married. I'm sure how many people have met on Tinder and Facebook and got married. But it was cool to... It was cool to actually build something, a community developed around it, and then within that community, two people got married, which is just totally random, um, but, but fun, fun stuff. That's good. It was actually it was a poker site, so it was through a poker. It was through um, <laughs> online poker. Yeah, no pun intended. No. But, yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's pretty cool. Mar- Marty's not here, so you have to get the dad joke in. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't even thinking about that. Sorry. Um. <laughs> The German cannibal, if we want to get weird. Do we want to get weird? Yeah, totally. Sure. Um, Sounds like we're getting weird. Let's do it. Armin Muse? Once again, I don't know how to pronounce this last name. Wow. I was going to say it's like a Oscar. It's just I have Armin Muse? Whenever Hannah doesn't know how to pronounce a word, she just does a high high pitched (laughs) squeal. I just want you guys to know, like, I'm not sure about this, so don't get on me. It's German. It's like muse. If you make a dating profile, that could be in your bio. I make (laughs) high-pitched words, (laughs) but I don't know how to pronounce it. But I don't know what I'm doing. Aren't you Polish? No, I am uh, Yugoslavian. Oh, I thought it was Polish. Well, still. It's it's still close to Germany. Yeah, come on. You've got to get some of this pronunciation going down. No, and I originally did want to learn German at some point. I never actually did, but... Um, Muse? Question mark? Uh, Mivis. Mivis? I guess it could be. It's German. There is a W, so... Mivis. Mivis? Armin Mivis? I don't know. Uh, He posted an ad on, like... (laughs) uh, It wasn't high-pitched. No, it was me trying to do a German accent and failing. (laughs) Uh, No, this, I'm going to call him Armin. Because I can say that one. Um, He posted like an ad, probably on the dark web, I would assume. Whatever the dark web actually is. Um, If you don't know what a dark web is, why would you assume it's the dark web? Well, how do you get to the dark web? Can you find it? You know how Google has light and dark themes? You just use the dark theme. <laughs> no, you don't. That's not how it works. I'm not that much of an idiot. Okay. Oh, sorry. I like that. That's the best. That's fantastic. It's like, I know the dark web exists. I just don't know how to get to the dark web. That's what you're to. You have to Google it the- first. And you click the dark selection. There's a setting. Uh, whatever. <laughs> well, he pays- he basically posted an advertisement. It had to be the dark web because you can't post this on the regular web. That he was looking for, like a younger dude that was willing to be cannibalized. That's probably just on go- Craigslist. Yeah, it sounds like well, a Craigslist. Well, apparently, it was on this now defunct forum <laughs> called the Cannibal Cafe. Cannibal Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
have you got an answer to his um to his ad? This is gonna be super German. Let me do this. I feel like Bern- this is a TV show. Jungend Armando Brandes. Is that German or Spanish? Sounds Spanish. It went Spanish in it. Well, <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm gonna call it Burned. Burned. Actually answered the in- the advertisement and was like, "Yeah, sure, eat me." Yeah, sure. It's just a- yeah. Very enthusiastic. <laughs> I mean, how? In- I don't know. If you're willing to get eaten by another person, you're probably pretty depressed. You can't be that enthusiastic about it. Anyway. Anyway, so Armin actually, so they met. Armin videotaped a lot of it. Um, and he gave Burnt the um, main course, a bunch of sleeping pills, but kept him awake. And then, this is the worst slash best part, is they started with the penis. <laughs> It's always going to start. Of course they did. That was going to be my question, actually. I stole mine. And so Burnt was still alive when Armin cut off his penis. He he didn't just, like, bite it off? No, he didn't bite it off. That's a different person, I think. uh, That happened more than once. That might be Dean Coral. Anyway. Is this on the other dark web website? (laughs) No, this is... I'm pretty sure that's Dean Coral. But whatever. I have a quick anyway. question. I have a quick sidebar to this. So okay. let's just suppose, for whatever reason, you're going to eat a penis. And uh, if the penis is... is <laughs> if, the penis is <laughs> if the penis is larger than normal um, and you cut it at that moment versus, you know, we're talking flaccid or erect, you oh. cut that penis... Does because it's blood, right? Blood is what makes the yeah. penis grow. So would it just like gush out of blood and you like the total amount of quote unquote meat that you would eat? <laughs> is it the same? <laughs> like would it can would it maintain its um volume if cut while erect? That's probably the most succinct way to part put it. Hannah, I put that here. one to you as the as the PhD as student. Part one in to my answer to this house. question is um <laughs> If I it was given a choice, I think I would rather have a flaccid penis than an erect penis. I'm not asking you what you prefer. I'm just asking. <laughs> she just wanted to throw it out. I'm saying the erect penis will still, I think, still have blood left behind, and I don't like the taste of blood. So it's basically going to be a lot more blood. That- but I also don't think a penis would be good at all because it's all. I think it's it's all. Andy, you want to join in? <laughs> yeah, d- despite popular. Um, Despite it's not a muscle, like no, it's just a bunch of spongy tissue that yeah. fills up with blood, and it doesn't like. Yeah, it's not really even that much muscle tissue, which is like what we eat off of animals. So, like the penis, I guess, is the obvious place to start slash the worst place to start. It doesn't seem like a good place to start to me if I was going to eat a person. Well, I mean, Armin burnt the penis; and they couldn't eat it. Oh, but... he burned it. That's <laughs> good. Did he cook the meat? That's rude. Yeah, he tried to cook it, and burnt wanted to eat his own fucking penis, but it was too burnt. It might have also been oh, too penisy because he fed it to the dog. Oh my <laughs> god, this story is the worst. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, this is the cutest part. Uh, oh, good. So we're this... past the penis. So our Armin, the cannibal. Then ran Brandy's a bath. Very nice. And he read him a Star 
track book out loud while while uh, Brandy's was in the bathtub as he bled out and died. Is that cute? So did he actually eat any of him? <laughs> um, yes. Because once he actually died, then he started slicing off the good parts. Got it. Not the good parts. I what thought I had a better word parts? for that. Uh, <laughs> Use practical, like- the practical pieces. You know, like the muscles. Yeah. The muscle parts that would actually be kind of useful. So how did they catch Apparently, the dude? Or I said so he cat. dismembered and ate the corpse for 10 months, storing parts in his freezer box and consuming up to 20 kilograms of the flesh, which is 44 pounds, Americans. Um, wow. <laughs> okay, he was arrested because he tried to put an advertisement out Looking for another victim. A new, a new person. Yeah. A new victim, and apparently a college student alerted authorities, who then searched his house and then saw the videotape that he made that's like four hours long of him and Brandy's hanging out. Wow. Sans penis. That's truly disturbing. It's an interesting idea, though. He did give consent. Yeah, Brandy. so he was acquitted. He did, yeah. He was not acquitted. <laughs> He uh, definitely got he got manslaughter. Mm. Let's see here. Okay, so, okay, he was convicted, but like he got eight years and six months, which is. I'm just waving my hand around. I don't really know. It's a lot of time for forty-four pounds of meat. Ooh, here's another fact. While in prison, Arwen became a vegetarian. <laughs> because. Prison meat is more disgusting. <laughs> it's worse than penis meat. <laughs> than <burnt> penis. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I thought you fed that to the dog. Well, I think he, he did, probably they, tried it first. And they it's... both tried it, and it was like too burnt, so I fed it to the dog. Mm. I don't know okay. what kind of mindset you have to be in. That you, you can get your penis cut off. I know. It's still be and alive. Fed to yourself. I know. It's it's the total silence of the lamb's shit right thinking, there. It's, like, it's not good enough. Let's feed it to the dogs. And like, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised he. I guess that he was still alive the whole time. It takes time to burn something. Yeah, so he's sitting there like bleeding. Bleeding. Like, they put him in the bathtub and tell yeah. him some Star Trek stories. They must have been. I, pretty... hope it, I hope it was some like Kirk Spock like fan fiction. <laughs> Do you think the... I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, do you think that person signed up thinking, like, there's no way this is real and it's going to happen to me? Or to they, honest, like, totally were just I, so down on life they were looking for a way out? To be honest, I, I do it, think that mm. Brandy's did go into it wanting to die. Yeah, you must do, right? Because and if you well, were... some people... Yeah. Yeah. If you went into it thinking, oh, this is not going to actually happen, and you had some sense of self preservation, you wouldn't let somebody else then pump you full of sleeping meds or, you know what I mean? You would. I guess that's the thing. If, he, if they do have it filmed, I guess they could say if they tried to struggle and get out. Right. They actually did. Yeah. It Which sounds, sound like, it it sounds, sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like say. this person didn't put up any kind of, um, you know, fight, so to speak. And as a extremely depressed person who was like, would have been fine being dead in November, like, but now I'm doing super great. It's really sad. Like, Brandy should have gone to like a psychiatrist. Right. <laughs> we got medicine. Yeah. Um, cannibals. Cannibals. Uh, it's super hard to do, especially when you're very depressed. It is hard to reach out 
or to see anything changing in your life. Yeah. And it's not going to be an instant switch, you know, like feeling great. I mean, medicine can help a little bit if you're that severely depressed. But But the medicine takes a while to kick in, too. I mean, go to a therapist as well. Right. Yeah. It's a whole fun. It's a whole fun roller coaster. But at this particular moment, I am almost 100 percent sure that I cannot feel the feeling of anxiety. That's got to be a good feeling. It's actually super good because I I have years ago I had panic attacks with the mice. And today I was with the mice by myself and they were biting me and I still didn't give a shit. So that's something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know. Uh, also, Arwen should also go to therapy. What's his name? Armin. Sorry. Oh, I changed Armin. his name to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Arwen sounds like he's reformed already. Uh, yeah. He did kill someone, though. But he's now a vegetarian. And he did get a retrial, and now he's actually, um, he was convicted of murder and is sentenced to life in prison. Oh, shit. That sucks. That makes a lot more sense. I thought, I don't know if it, uh, it's a really, it's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more with Hannah on that. It's like, if this guy was like totally up for it and the evidence shows that there was zero, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, that's a difficult one. Well, but like, just because someone is mentally incapable of saying no doesn't mean it was right. Exactly. The fact of the matter is, he killed a man. It, but also, being—I mean, that's the law. It's, I, it don't is know, it is. I don't know. I'm quite that. Black being extremely it. depressed doesn't make you mentally incapable. Exactly. Per like se. you still had to make the choice. You're still capable enough to go to a forum, find a person, get in the car, get on a bus, go there. Go through that process. There's a lot of steps. Yeah, there's a hell of a lot of steps to that point. It's like... Right. But well, I also I know... I don't think either as, of us disagree with you there. I mean, it's just I, a, a matter of, you know, law is law. But you can't, you can't say this you guy can't. needed therapy and then also say he was right in what he was doing. No. No, no, I, no. I think that, uh, like Hannah said, Arwen clearly had a mental... It's not Arwen, we it's Armin. To Armin, Armin whatever. Arwen. Arwen. Aragorn. Aragorn. Yes, let's do that. Aragorn has Frodo a cannibal fetish, everybody. Peter Mortensen clearly oh. likes eating people. Oh, wait, did you hear that thing about, what's his name now? Hold on a second. Uh, what's his name? Army Hammer? Do you know what that is? <laughs> Army Hammer. Our main act- hammer? Is that something that no. you use in the he's an No. Ac- he's an actor. The only- he was in Call Me By Your Name, if you are uh, bourgeois, and he was also in uh, whatever the movie is that had Tonto in it, if you're like not so great. Anyway, he wanted to kill and eat his girlfriends. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that like just came out. And it's kind of like a weird thing because... It's like a, it's a line between like kink and reality, I guess. Right. This is a movie, you're saying? No, no, no. This is Army Hammer in real life. The actor. And who was oh. it? Again, what movie was, was the Army, just for reference? Army Hammer? American actor. I've, uh, I've never heard. Um, oh, it was in the social network. Okay. Okay, yeah, but what's that movie that had Tonto in it? Or Toto? 
No, it's definitely Tonto. <laughs> Toto? Toto. <laughs> he was in a lot of things. Yeah, I just... He's in a lot of things. I just don't really... Tonto. The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. How, yes. What I know him from. Yeah. He was the Lone Ranger. Where Johnny Depp was Tonto. Which is kind of offensive. So did he get... Only if you're offended. Was he arrested, or was that just like news stuff? He's not arrested. Well, he didn't actually kill anybody. Okay, so, no, it's fine. It's just kind of like... I think, the, I think the problem with him is that, as a very, like, powerful man in Hollywood, he did date, like, younger people so that he could kind of groom them. Hmm. Which still is not against the law. Right. But it's... I feel like you hear about that a lot in Hollywood. But it's not... It's not, yeah, you hear about it a lot. You don't hear about that uh, he would like to kill and eat you as much in Hollywood, I think. But uh, he has described himself as 100% a cannibal. Okay. And so, like, I could could give him some leeway about, like, fantasies, but, like, I don't give him leeway on the grooming. It feels like uh, not really consent and whatnot, so... Have you ever heard of the TV show Santa Clarita Diet? Or Santa Clarita Oh yeah, Diet? I have. I it's like Have you ever seen either. it? No, but uh, it looks like a show that I would watch. It's it's very funny. But <laughs> we're talking about ha- uh, cannibals and all that stuff. And uh, that's kind of the premise of the show. There's uh right. what is it? Um, Drew Barrymore turns into like a zombie who needs to eat human meat to survive. And you were talking about stuffing Bodies in freezers and that kind of stuff. I mean, that all comes to... <laughs> that's all in the show. It's fine. Right, though. and the rest of her family is still, like, human and stuff, mm-hmm. but she's... Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, I think it got canceled, so it ended after, I want to say three seasons. But it seemed like... I mean, they didn't end it uh, in, say, third season's the end of, it, end of the show. I mean, they ended it on a cliffhanger, so they definitely wanted to make more. I'm hoping it gets picked up by some, some network, wherever. I was going to ask, because yeah. if it ends on a cliffhanger, I don't want to get emotionally evolved. Yeah, so that's the thing. Maybe wait to see if it gets picked up by some other network. Um, well, that's kind of what happened with Mindhunters, too. you seen Mindhunters? I've heard. That's the one on, that's on Netflix right now, isn't it? There's, I thought yeah. there's yeah. only one season, though. There's two. There's two there seasons, two. but there was supposed to be a third, but it... It's all in weird limbo right now. Oh, is it? That sucks, because that's a great show. It's yeah. a really good show, especially if you like murder, Tom. Because it's about uh, the OG people at the FBI that started behavioral profiling. I will say the main character is annoying as fuck, but everything... Oh, I don't... Is... I disagree. I think the main character was really... In season one in particular, was really, really good. <laughs> Season one, I liked him a lot less in season two. Yeah, he was kind of a little bit more boring in season two because it's almost like his he, shtick was kind of like done with for me. He, yeah, he kind of, yeah, he kind of did kind of get boring. Yeah. But I guess maybe you do when you commit your whole life to work. Right. I'm trying not to do that. It, it really sucks you in if you start that way. Um, you know, starting right when you first start working and you just constantly put all your effort into like trying to move up you know, let's say the corporate ladder, it's, uh, that it's almost expected that you do that. And you can never really, like, fully pull back unless you, like, I guess, slowly (laughs) 
wean off it. I don't know if you can. Yeah. It's tough. I'd, like my... I'd like to bring this back to the Carcassonne example where less <laughs> is more. I was going to say. Well, you Does guys that are... work in Carcassonne, though? I think more gives you more points. No, because what you guys are describing is not my experience of corporate America. Maybe I just landed in a. I mean, I feel like I just landed in a very um, peculiar spot, but I definitely. I forgot, Neil. What's your uh, What's your astrological sign? Uh, cancer. I'm very sensitive. Okay. Very sensitive, which we know from Carcassonne. We can tell because yeah. you tantrumed out. <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. Okay. I feel things deeply. Okay. I, I can connect with them. I'm a what? Can, what I'm is your star well. sign? Oh, cancer too. What? Why is everyone a fucking cancer? Everywhere. Can't get away. This is unhelpful for both of you. But you know who pairs well with the cancer? A practical Capricorn. This bitch. Which, which month is that? <laughs> uh, December. Hey, Marty's January. a cancer. You said December. Marty's a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hi, Marty. Marty. Are you, hi, Marty. <laughs> Marty. Marty is a cancer. He feels things deeply too, you know. Actually, when Marty said he was a cancer, I could totally see it. He could have been a Taurus, though. He's kind of a homebody. He hasn't left his hometown. True. Which is a small, small place that I wouldn't particularly want to get stuck in. But Marty, you do you. Remember at hey, the beginning that's my of this podcast. Too. Hey, Marty's on the way up. Now. Do you He's live there? New job, new. I know. New dick soon, maybe. Well. Hopefully, he can get a new house, move out. Yeah, have his own place. That would be really nice for him. I want him to do well, and I want him to be happy. So I just want to go back though to sort. And I do love you, Marty, but I want to go back five. Bye, Marty. Like three minutes. <laughs> we'll come back to you, Marty. So I'm going to give this, this is my advice to anyone listening or anyone who gives a shit about corp, like rising through the corporate ladder. I would say there's, from everything I've observed, not just experienced myself, if you watch Office, the movie Office Space, and you actually have the mentality of the main character after he decides that he doesn't give a shit anymore, and he starts to rise up through the ranks because of his just pure blasé attitude to everything. I think there's a lot to be said for that. It's worked for me. <laughs> so, in other words, like Andrew says, like don't sweat it. Just uh, you get further making friends with people and doing a good job. You've got to do a good job. You can't be incompetent. Don't get me wrong. You've got to actually know what you're doing in your field. Otherwise, yeah, yeah what the fuck? But if all you do is focus on the grind and the grind, like the emotional intelligence is so critical and important if you want to actually proceed in, in your career, because you're always going to get picked over somebody equivalent to you if there's something on the line or promotion or a new project or something. If you're just a little bit more softer, personable, likable, blah, blah, blah. It's common sense, right? Common sense. But in order to do that, I feel a lot of people have to just sort of like say, ah, I don't care. Because in order to, it's more of a social game in many respects than it is a, a you know, a t the strategy of, of the things you're doing. I, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, that's, that's it. I'm going to shut up. I'm hey, going to caveat this to a very niche 
I think probably what Neil's saying works for most people. I think it's different in academia, especially for science. In academia. Oh, we're talking about real work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've I've been in academia too. It does not work in academia. Academia (laughs) is a horrible, is is actually a horrible environment um, full of backstabbing, bitterness, and horrible human beings. But that's a different conversation. Like, when I started my PhD, okay, as a former gifted child, Tam, when I started my PhD, (laughs) I was like 100% sure that I was going to be a PI and have my own lab at at R1 University and get all that fucking money from the government. Mm -hmm. And then I watched all of them and was like, I do not want any of this. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. No one actually has a real friend. No. Absolutely not. And yes. all, all my boss really thinks about is money, which is not what I want to spend all my time on. I still really like science. I mean, frankly, the higher up you go in, in the corporate ladder, the same is true. You, there's, yeah. It's a lot more backstab oriented, but but at least um, it's a little bit more civil than academia, <laughs> I would say. Academia is very civil on the surface. But not, um, but not for long. It, it's no ac- they're mm. very usually okay i work in a very small field so maybe it's different in a larger field but like they're very civil on the surface and then like this is what i experienced in high school actually like main girl style like as soon as someone leaves they start talking shit about them yeah for sure it's probably any corporate place though <laughs> like that marty guy you remember that you remember that fucking marty guy he got a yeah. grant Fuck from the that government. Guy. Freeloader. Fuck that guy. Yeah, goddamn freeloader. Also, we're going to go way <laughs> back to the episode, but like, relationship corner with Tom went very well. Can relationship corner with Marty happen? I know. I was going to say, Tom, you're way more interesting than Marty when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mean, off Marty. No, we're being mean to Marty. I love yeah. Marty. No, I, I, I actually, do that like was a serious you... question. For me? Or for Marty? No, for Marty, can we have re- can we have relationship corner on the podcast? Well, he can't. We, we can't do relationship like, corner. And he's turned off ago. his Tinder, and you know he's been focused on work. There's probably not a lot to talk about. But I reckon, I reckon, in six months we might be able to get something out of him. I think he he picked a very bad time to try to get more personal with people, like in in terms of seeing what. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. Hold on. Hold on. So. I, I was thinking I about this. I have no idea you know, Marty if Marty actually listens to these episodes that he's not on. But I was thinking, ever since Marty, you know, he, he went out and got this grant, which is a great accomplishment. But he's on the track to do the things he wants to do. I think generally he'll be more happy with yep. himself. Yep. I think that will lead him into a relationship once he's happy with yep. himself. Not that he's, like, totally unhappy with himself by any means. But I... You know, we put stakes down. I think he's going to be in a relationship within a year. Well, that that's why I said six months. There I'll might, bet you there a tenor on that. We have to describe a relationship. Jesus. Well, I'm just thinking about where he lives. Well, yeah. It's a very small town. It's kind of like there's not that much new stuff coming into it. Jesus but Christ, Hannah, don't forget, though. a town that's like seven times smaller. Yeah, but you have a girlfriend. <laughs> 
what he does now. But no, the point being that like, and Marty's tried Tinder in in the no, place, no, no, no. and I, Hannah, I've had friends Hannah. that have tried Tinder in the place, but and you just see the same faces over and, and over. Yeah, but again. he's going to meet has, new has people in his new job. I don't know. He's already going to be exposed to new people in a new working environment, and like Andrew says, going to be happier. I reckon that, that that'll that'll more confident. The energy will will work in that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot has to go to say with uh, when Andy was saying when I think it is kind of true. If you start to, I guess, like yourself more or like where you are in your in your life, it kind of reflects out on the way you approach dating and meet different people. Because right. let's not to say that you know, Marty's desperate or whatever in any way. No. Um, no, but like if somebody is really down on themselves and they're desperate, like they're going to come off very much like the second someone gives you attention. I, I mean, dating's kind of a game in a way, you know, as much as you don't want it to be. It's I mean, all the game. There's a little a game. bit. Everything's a it's, game. Yeah, I mean, some people play it to an extreme. I mean, but right. you don't want to like meet someone for the first time and then all of a sudden like, I don't know, completely like bum rushing with text and like messages, right. asking them to hang out all the time. You know, if or you have your penis. own life. Hey, Tom, come yeah. back on the podcast, please. <laughs> sure. Tom, we need you. We're desperate. I think it's pretty good that you guys asked me two weeks in a row. I don't know. I have a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah, I had a good time last week. Yeah, but no, I think uh, I think that does have a lot to, to say. When I mean, I could speak from personal experience too a little bit. Like I've... You know, maybe I didn't stick with dating apps that much, but I felt like I was pretty down on myself, self-esteem issues and that kind of stuff. And now I feel like I'm in a way better place mentally. Um, I'm happy with where I am in my life right now. Um, yeah, and then I guess that maybe, I mean, I, I've i only been on one date since, or one, uh, I've only met one girl since I have uh, broke up with my ex-girlfriend. But, like, I did that my choice. I just wasn't happy with where that relationship was going. And I wanted something new. And I felt like I could get that with somebody else. And so far, like, I, I mean, it just kind of clicked as um, dating, hanging out, however you want to say that with this I girl. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I mean, we hang out, but we go on dates. So what is that? I don't know. That's dating. The, that's I think it's dating. As an earth sign, I want I to have, I want to know. <laughs> oh, but I will say, so my ex-girlfriend, I, I touched on this a little bit. So she thought, I think maybe it's because this is what her parents thought or same, same thing. She learned from them. Um, she thought when you say you're dating someone, you're in a relationship with them, which I don't think is true. That's I think how it, I take I it. I think that's least. how it used to be. And yeah. I think that that definition has changed in the last maybe, maybe 10 years is. or so. It, it's a type of relationship. It's not an exclusive one. Mm-hmm. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you could, you could have I'm a relationship with someone your friends or family. Or, I mean, those are different types That's of relationships. That's what my therapist keeps telling me. Um, <laughs> I might be using dating wrong in the general sense of what most people think it is. Because I do feel like dating is exclusive, but apparently it's not. I'm learning things. Um, but you would also have the exclusive talk, too. As long as you've yeah. got to have the talk, if you, you know, one way or the other, then you know where you stand with someone. Communication. 
Are you trying to say communication is important? Yeah, I'm, I think I might be saying that, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, though, I do agree with Tom that, like, you know, being in a better headspace makes you probably more attractive. Oh, undoubtedly. I, I don't think that's even, say, like, it, my... like, even beyond, like, the hypothetically, I mean, that, that's a, that's a, how does it put it? That's an evolutionary um prerogative that, makes sense. that confidence is something that you are that people cannot they cannot control being attracted to it's not even like you don't get a choice in in that it's, that's the way it is i mean it's just like one of those things your brain yeah, is programmed right to to find attractive yeah i mean uh, so my my self-deprecating humor is not helping me well, no, I mean that doesn't necessarily imply lack of lack of confidence. Too, too, um, it too could, much no, of it no, is. not by any means. Yeah, it, it could be. It could mean the opposite, actually. But yeah, it's. Um, but for sure, like anyone that's confident in and genuinely confident too, not just like confident, not just fake confident, it. Although, which is a lot of, and that's that. why a lot of people are say like fake it till you make it, right? Because they're like, well, if I keep faking it and pretending that I'm doing it, like. Pretend you're happy, pretend you're confident, pretend you're wealthy, whatever it is you want, you fake it, you fake it, you fake it, you fake it. And there's a lot to be said for that. Like there's been so many people that have said, you know, there's a genuine, if you keep faking it, eventually it will become true because you will, it's just like, it's programming your own, it's hacking your brain, right? You're just hacking yourself to believe something that hopefully you can back up at some point. So, for, for, but it, but it, for some it, things that can help. For yeah. some things, right? Yeah, not not everything. Obviously, it's not kind of stupid. So, like, I can't sure. fake it and but, pretend I'm going to be the world's fastest man. That's not going to work, right? So, you know, whatever. <laughs> you first have to murder Usain Bolt, and then... yeah. <laughs> um, that's a dark yeah, because I don't like. I do not like fake it. Fastest you make what? It. <laughs> what did you say? Fastest old time. Oh, just just <laughs> all of a sudden you're saying you can't be the fastest man and Hannah jumps in with uh, you have to murder Usain Bolt. And Which is another, ironic, a whole if I list could, of people. I don't know the rankings. And, and hold on, hold on. If I can murder Usain Bolt, doesn't that make me the world's fastest man? By definition. Well, that's assuming you're the second fastest man in the world. No, it yeah, just means okay. I'm so fast I kill that motherfucker. That makes me the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> he's not as fast as a, he's not as fast as a gun. <laughs> Continue. Um, what were we talking? About? Oh, I don't really like fake it till you make it. <laughs> I don't either. Actually, I, I'm not a big fan of it either. But but I, you I, know what? I am a fan of it for certain kinds of people, but for most people, not generally. But the only thing I would well, also say about being like you know, happy with yourself is that you as a person is more open to having a relationship. Yeah. Because that's a big thing that I'm working on. And like three months ago, I would have said, fuck every single fucking person in this world can fuck themselves and I'll be fine. Um, I'm trying to be nicer. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> So, so with the term "fake it till you make it," I think that you you look at the word "fake," and I think it has a negative connotation. Yeah, but that's not uh, how you should look at it. it. Yeah, it, no, fake it how you make it is more just someone believing in themselves. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't think anyone can argue yeah, against that's that. That's fine. I mean, it's just so, like, like, like fake it till you make it. For example, if you're like, if you're depressed, and it's a scientifically proven that if you smile, that releases, you know, endorphins or serotonin or whatever. And that uh, it takes too many muscles, though. Literally, it literally is a physiological thing that causes an effect. And if you keep like, there's, you know, you read things like if you feel down or you feel negative. Just smile, force yourself to smile, even though you don't want to smile, which is the whole fake it till you make it kind of thing. And I say, just keep doing it. And over time, before you know where you are, you're smiling instead of having the negative thoughts. So there's that's a great example of where maybe something simply, in a very simple way, works. But, you know, yeah. fake it till you make it, I don't know, nuclear physicist or... You know, <laughs> uh, whatever, you know, it's not going to work in all cases and walks of life, right? You got to yeah. be realistic. <laughs> I'm also but, going to shout out to my clinically but, depressed peeps. Like, if you told me to smile in November when I couldn't even get out of bed. Well, yeah, but that's that's like you're in a real low there. Like, you, I would have, yeah. if I had a gun, I would have shot you. I don't think <laughs> like, that's just like yeah, the yeah. worst thing to tell I, I me. I agree, it's terrible advice to give to someone who's in a certain place, but... Because you don't have the, you do not have the energy to do that. No, you need to be able to get to the fake it part. If you can't get to the fake it part, then it's not very good advice, right? It's like, yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. And l- that's why I'm saying the fake it part is like you believing in yourself or yeah, you wanting... Gotta, Right, have to the have will, have that will to Wanting to be a nuclear physicist. No, like, believe in yourself to me sounds a lot more positive than fake it. Because I'm also just... Yeah. People fake it all the time, and I do try very hard not to. And I kind of tired of this whole fake kind of culture bullshit i do too because there's nothing worse like i cringe when i see people who are you can tell that they're just sort of playing some um script or something that they read like i work in engineering so i actually come across (laughs) i've i have people who i swear to god have so i i i I have one particular person i'm thinking of right now obviously i won't name names but they are so socially um, detached that every si- every single social thing <laughs> that they do was literally read from a book. And I will not shit you. It is fucking hilarious. Because when you're in a group environment and you have that person and they're like, they literally, they're so detached. It's like, how can I, how can I engage with the the group and seem like a normal human being and they'll and then they will think of a sentence they read in a book and and say that sentence in a group environment and it is fucking hilarious i'm not gonna lie like some of the funniest shit i've ever had in my life is through these this sort of stuff but you know but it's kind of like you've got to if you know where you are as a person and you know what kind, you know, whatever you might be, you know, sociopath, psychopath, um, emotionally, you know, regular person, <laughs> regular person is that's pretty rare, Hannah. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm not a sociopath. Okay, <laughs> I'm not saying you. I'm just saying anyone. Like, you know, people have to find ways that they can um, navigate social situations and navigate the world. So, 
whatever that is. If that's a quote unquote fake it till you make it, I'm totally, I'm all for that. Um, if it, I guess I, if it helps, but I, I'm not for it when it's like insidious and it's just like so like oh my god like I can't. You watch people do it and you're just cringing because you're like wow that's just like that's just yeah. yeah. There's also a different sort of cringe when you can see someone doing it versus when you see someone incredibly socially awkward trying and the socially awkward is when yeah. it's funny that's when it's funny and i can't like i'm not they, like, they become more socially awkward because you're sitting there laughing at them yeah but like there are probably people there are definitely people you know socially awkward and the same shit that he's into and in that group he'd be fine are we talking about a cannibal again uh, sure. Why not? Is he a cannibal? <laughs> you said who is into? He is into who? Oh, the guy. What, my work. Whoever the guy about. is you're talking oh, sure, sure, about. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Sorry. There's a yeah. group of people for him. Exactly. Everybody yeah. finds their type, right? And, you know, he, he's married. Or they don't. Like, you know. He's... But it's there. Yeah, exactly. It's out there somewhere. Well, it's not a matter of, like, different types of people fit together it's a situation like a situational awareness for the individual to fit into the group that they're currently with mm-hmm. i think it's, it's just anxiety the- in general it just is, it's really difficult to to break any kind of mold of why you have an anxiety on something i mean you really got to replace it with good experiences so i mean if you keep putting yourself out there and keep like uh eventually if you have a good experience with it you try to replace your memory of the bad experience with the good experience and that's how you kind of defeat you that's know, very, se, very the, yeah. The that's very true. A lot, a lot easier said than done, but uh, I mean, that is so that's... like really insightful because you cannot, if you have had multiple bad experiences in a social situation, that is so difficult mm-hmm. to, to. It's it's going to crush you to try yeah, to absolutely. do that. Yeah, you again won't and yeah. keep doing that. So you you just yeah. have to. I mean, you also have to understand like a one-off experience can happen. You have a bad experience with something. Let's say you go to a restaurant, you get a bad meal. I could mm-hmm. just had an off night or something. Doesn't mean the restaurant's I'll horrible. never eat again. But yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have it a second time, and then you have food poisoning. Then you can. Uh, then you really then never you really, eat again. Then you can really give up. On it. Yeah. No, but like yeah. uh, between that, like, and um, I did want to say when you're so depressed that you can't really like get out of bed and do stuff, it's so difficult. Like you're saying, Hannah, like to do anything at all. But I do find that if you're ever in that that uh, state of mind or headspace, if you can force yourself just to do something that can help trigger you to be busy or occupy your mind with different things, and I mean it's incredibly difficult. I'm, not, I'm saying I'm saying it like it's, it's so hard. easy just to get up and do this. But if you start with one thing. And then go on to the next, and on to the next. I mean, it can really go a long way. I'll and say for mid-November to the end of 2020, my whole goal was to take a shower every day, which is a very small goal, but it was a lot for me to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, if you are, I don't think, our, is our audience extremely depressed? I mean, if you are. You never know. A lot of people hold it. it. They hold it in. Too. A lot of people hold it, which is one of the other things I try to do in my PhD program is be really vocal about how I've been feeling. The more, the more you make it a social norm, 
anxiety, depression, that kind of stuff. There's like a stigma. I think it's starting to there's go away. There's a stigma. But there's a stigma that mental health is bad and you're crazy if you feel a certain way out of the ordinary, you know. But or that's, that's don't not the case. understand yeah. how you feel. Like my boss yeah. was okay about it, but he had, did not understand what I meant when I was like, I cannot get out of my bed. Yeah. Question. Like, so. It's. It, and when I'm that deep into it, obviously I'm not communicating it, but I'm trying to be open with mental health struggles for all the other grad students because it is a fucking. It's hard already. And it's worse. When you already come in with pre-existing kind of uh, mental illness, or you'll get it and you never had it before because you're in this weird environment. Right. So what uh, I'd like to say to that is, don't medication is great. Medication is not the enemy. So take some meds if you need to, and it can help you just get back on your feet a little bit too. It's not. It doesn't necessarily. That's what it does. It doesn't mean it's a permanent thing. You don't need to necessarily take it your whole life. And even if you did, I mean, if if it helps you, why does it matter? It's because the other option is you staying in bed all day. Yeah, Yeah, I think medication is perfectly viable, but I think you're right, as Tom says. There's a definite stigma there. Um, Mental health in general is a is, is stigmatic and mental health actually i think is only going to get worse um over the next God damn it. decade i thought two. it would get better because covid has actually i'm not saying been you like... personally i mean yeah. mental health as a <laughs> not you hannah i'm not saying no, you're no, gonna I, didn't get mean worse. Me. I meant i was hoping that it would be more into the public conversation oh no i know I, people... I, I think it no 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 it i is. think it will I think mental health will become more accepted, but will get worse um, as a consequence. But we have nothing to do. We can't do anything about it, I think, is what's going to be the problem. Well, we can, obviously. Of course, of course you can. You can you can apply, um, as you said, you know, medication and support systems and more, more psychotherapy, more psychoanalysis, more study, more research. Um, what, one of the things that I love, and this is just because I'm an asshole and, and I love this stuff, but one of the things that, I say asshole is a wrong word, genuinely believe that one of the huge therapies coming into mental health now is the use of psychotropic drugs and, oh. and how significantly, like scientifically speaking, um, psychotropic drugs are creating, not that, as Tom had mentioned, not a, not a temporary uh, cure, but a permanent cure for mental health problems. And there's a significant number of, of classifications of mental health that now regular, you know, GPs are prescribing, are beginning more so across the country to prescribe certain psychotropic therapies, which is fucking great because it really is something that um, I believe in personally, like a lot. Um, but it's uh, very interesting. There's a lot of evidence there too. Tons of evidence. It's amazing how much... Um, because we've tried so hard to create drugs and to manufacture drugs. And we don't really know. But we don't go to like nature the- for drugs that nature naturally produces. And, you know, or, you know, there's a psycho-spiritual component to your, to your mental health. I, I mean, that you can't say, you can't say really, unless you're really, really rigid in, in, in thought process, that, that, that's, that there's no spiritual component <laughs> To, to life, right? To, to your mental well-being. And so, but we only, we only science and we manufacture and we work towards physical and mental. We don't do anything to spiritual. 
So, but psychotropics are kind of a step to into. It's a physical. It's actually what it is. Is it's it's a physical um, uh, reaction into a spiritual or more psycho spiritual realm, which can have massive mental health benefits. So it's like you can you can like people are just like you know it's miracle level. Like oh, I was depressed and then I took I I did ayahuasca or I you know I took psilocybin. Um, Oh yeah, I was thinking about taking mushrooms. Yeah, that's it, right? And it's like, and and I did that, and then all of a sudden, the experience I had and the, what it did for me is it it unpacked everything in my brain. And ever since then, you know, they're able to deal better. It's not like it's necessarily going to be like from a hundred down to zero, but you know, if your medication is bringing you back to eighty, but this can bring you back to thirty, think how much better you're and your life's going to be for that and how mentally improved you're going to be for that. Now, you know, there's the, there's, um, there's people throw concerns that, you know, like, you know, is it physically dangerous for you, et cetera. But generally speaking, no, it's not. And that's why, that's why it's becoming more prescribed as a mental health, um, as, as a treatment or a therapy for mental health. And it's very interesting. There's a lot of stuff about it on, you know, you can find stuff all over the place on YouTube and the internet stuff, but, um, I find that I mean, stuff very interesting because I, I do think that your mental well-being has a lot to do with your um, spiritual, um, I don't know how to phrase that, but like your your sense of something larger than yourself. It's how you... It's how you... Your man- sense of meaning. Yeah, sense of meaning. How- because that's what I did not have. Right. Was any sense of meaning or any sense of like hope or future. Right. And it's like, and, and why is that? Purpose. It's because you feel, yeah. it's because yeah. you feel isolated. Perhaps, perhaps you feel alone. But it's, but you're, if you're, if spiritually you feel connected to something, whether that's a God or a community or another group of people or whatever it might be, something that gives you, as you say, a meaning, then um, that can significantly change your outlook on how you live your daily life, right? Whether you can get out of bed. Or whether you can run a marathon. I mean, or you know, and that's another and thing my therapist has said too, because COVID has really changed connections. Yeah, for sure. And if this had been any other year, I probably would have done better because I had, I do get a lot out of interacting with people, um, and I just can't do that as much, and so it does make you feel a lot more alone. And the other thing too is like. I really have no fucking idea how the brain works. Because I'm on some anti-seizure meds right now. They're working super great, but my psychiatrist doesn't know why. I don't have panic <laughs> attacks anymore. But, like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't have panic attacks Hannah, anymore, we, so we I guess I'll take mushrooms. it. Let's go do mushrooms. Okay, because yeah. I, I asked some other friends <laughs> if they do mushrooms with me, and they said no. <laughs> oh, I'll do mushrooms. Hi, Sarah and Kirk. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call out the only listeners I know. <laughs> oh, we boy. totally should do, do mushrooms, all of us. Marty too. Okay, when you get that motorcycle, you, you got to get this motorcycle trip <laughs> done by the end of the year. I'll go to LA. We'll hang out. We'll all do mushrooms. <laughs> but I'm going to move eventually and I probably can't come back. <laughs> anyway. I think there's a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot more awareness in mental health coming in the next 
five to ten years because I think the fallout from COVID will force it upon society. I, I don't think there's any way around it. Um, a lot more people are going to be suffering from, from mental health issues due to that lack of connection and COVID. Um, it's really important and like yeah. it's more important than you realize. I, I also did just see a meme that was just like, my next boyfriend has to show me like a dated itemized therapy session like receipt or something to know that he's working on himself. And I was like, I feel that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work on yourself. You do. I was going to say oh. something and I forget what it was. Oh, sorry, Tom. Yeah, I think I think I mentioned before that I tried to go to therapy. And they, oh, yeah. they kind of told me to fuck off, <laughs> which means <laughs> which means I'm basically either unsalvageable as a so as a human good. being, <laughs> or I am just like just full of shit and should just I don't really know. Or I just forgot about the therapist. Maybe 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 that's it wasn't probably, maybe yeah. it wasn't a good. Actually, that's definitely a thing. A like fit. finding a therapist yeah. that you connect with mm-hmm. is super hard. At- you got to be able to open to them and tell them everything about what's going on in your life. I mean, they have to see it like for what it is. They don't know how you're feeling. They can only yeah. they can guess, but you know, it's not. And people it's very will, easy to hide that stuff too. It's easy oh to God, it's yeah. easy to create a separate personality that you show your therapist. I guess that isn't fully revealing what's really going on with you, and then they they can only you know therapy on yeah. that that persona or that ego, but. I'm sure my therapist knows that I use humor as an evasive mes- mechanism. That's what humor is, though. Humor is an evasive mechanism for everybody, no? Like, I mean, laughter... Sometimes these are just funny. Laughter is... It's almost like... It's a defensive mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. It's um, coming up for despair? air when you're in a serious, yeah. serious conversation. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I was going to say... Um, I do remember now. I was going to say that COVID, uh, due to everything that's going on, I think it's already become a lot more commonplace, per se, to, to go reach out to a therapist and just like to talk to somebody. Um, they must be they must be getting called off the hook. They must be slammed. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine <laughs> that they are. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And now they have uh, video calls. I mean, you can do it like teleconference, telemedicine. I think, right? Is that what it's called? And I was... I was very, like, wary of doing therapy over Zoom because, like, this is great, but I would have, I would be getting more from this if we were all together in person. You could still do that. But it doesn't mean you're not getting anything from it by not being But that doesn't mean I'm not getting anything, exactly. And so, like, therapy through Zoom has worked. And honestly, having this and the Discord, whatever, and, like, seeing a friend, like, fine. Therapy through Zoom is like roses on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's better than yeah, nothing. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. <laughs> and we're back. How do you feel about roses with, is it dragon's breath? Is that what it's called? The white Oh my god, baby's breath? Baby's oh, breath. I hate, I hate that shit. Right, so What's it's that? the op. So you should probably get some. That you sh- it's actually very nice. I like it. I mean. I don't like it. You don't like it? it? You don't like roses, so. I mean. It's, but baby's breath. To baby's me, breath is like, li- they're like little white flowers i guess what are they uh, they're, they're like in there kind of with the roses so okay. instead of it just being a straight up red bouquet it gives uh, it a little bit of roses, uh, contrast you, yeah it gives you a little color in there with yeah the and I, I don't know anytime i've seen it i think it looks really nice but 
All right, uh, I'm going to be an asshole again for like one second. This might be 50% of, you know, gotta ignore that advice. I mean, if you have a bouquet of roses and baby's breath in your garage, don't listen to this. (laughs) 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 Uh, Neil can remember for next year. That's all. But I feel like if it's like red roses and baby's breath, that is the easiest and most cliche thing to get someone for Valentine's Day. So here's the thing. The easiest thing is nothing. That's actually true. I got nothing for Valentine's Day. It was super easy. What was that, Neil? That is the easiest thing. I I agree with Andrew. The easiest thing is absolutely nothing. But I was going to say that to give some color to the to my roses (laughs) story. um, (laughs) uh, First of all, I never buy my wife roses any other day of the year because I know she doesn't hate roses. But I already know she doesn't love really like roses. However, I do buy her flowers reasonably frequently which i think is okay that's nice that's That's very nice good thing that i do and i know what flowers she likes um but the reason i buy roses on valentine's day is because i've and this i can't this i can't corroborate i'd have to ask her directly but i have a sneaking suspicion that even though she hates roses generally i think she might like them a little bit more on valentine's and also, I, mean, I like it to give roses on Valentine's. So it's also just for me, selfishly speaking. It's like, I want to give you roses on Valentine's. So there you go. There's some roses. Um, like, setting up a tradition that, like, both of you are, like, into is... It's cool, yeah. It's not a, a tradition. I don't do it all the time. Relationships like, are. I failed oh, Valentine's okay. beforehand. Once I, I bought my wife a PlayStation 4 for her birthday one year. Um... Neil, you should have bought, you bought well. her a vacuum. It would have been worse. It turned, out, it turned out you just bought it to play Rocket League on. I, it, it you bought wor- you <laughs> PlayStation 4. She was, she was seven months pregnant. It was our, oh baby, God, it was our baby shower, and it was on her birthday. And I don't remember yeah. I don't remember what had happened previously, but I remember my week was busy. I hadn't fucking figured anything out. So I go out to pick stuff up, but I'm like, shit. I don't even have a birthday present. What can I buy? PlayStation 4. We'll share it. We'll play games together. Mm. The only thing that came Didn't really turn head. out that way. And she's never let me live it down since. So, you know, roses in comparison, pretty good gift. Yes, fine. Uh, yeah, compared to the for sure Z's. And setting up traditions in relationships is, nice, is kind of cute too. Yeah. God, give me... All right, everybody... Listening, don't give your seven month old, seven month pregnant wife a PlayStation. No one else is going to do that. Don't model worry. we're on. That's not even advice. You need unless to she wants that. Which is unless she, unless she actually asked for right. it, but she probably. But didn't. you have to know that she wants this. Yeah, she didn't want that. She's seven months <laughs> pregnant with your spawn. Like, it's eating her from the inside. She deserves what she wants. I agree, but eh, I fucked up. <laughs> I didn't just stop together. I just, you know, I mean, I got good use of that PlayStation. Yes, you did. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she did too. Not as much. Okay. Not as much, but still. Am I right to say you would have never met any of us without that? Uh, I think so. I think that was because I had to change it because eventually it started turning itself off all the time. I think Andrew remembers we'd just be playing Rocket League and it just power. Yeah. And I finally bought a new one. 
And um, it, I was so amazed when it works because I had literally endured this thing for like two years of turning on. I'd press the power on, it power on and turn itself off. And uh, it was horrible, horrible, horrible. Anyway. But yes, All right, I guess would it be did right. have a very positive impact on your slash our lives. Yeah, on my life for but, sure. And if Neil's happy, we're he's happy? Be in a happy. No, no. If Neil's <laughs> happy, he's going to be in a happier relationship because he's happy and self confident. Exactly. I'm going to get way more dates this way. Oh, I'm going to be way more. Conf- <laughs> I'm going to be way more confident. Be real yeah. though. Be real on those dates. You can fake it till you make it, but not if you're trying to set up a relationship. Hey, that can work. No, dude. So, what so a we waste ha- of time. Yeah, depends with someone. I don't know. We, yeah. we had we had Tom do I the heard. intro. It's probably <laughs> close to time that we wrap this up. Although I'd love to keep talking to you guys. Um, but we should wrap this up. I'm going to give the outro to Hannah. Oh, okay. Uh, this was Plans Are Optional. Thanks for listening. We are on Twitter at Optional plans and Oscar, Facebook at wow. plans are yeah. <laughs> and Facebook at plans are optional. I don't know our social media. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Thanks, 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 bro. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, Tom. And talking about relationships, we got into it. And cannibalism and mental health. Oh yeah. Who knows what else? Honestly, I don't know. It's been almost two hours. <laughs> it's been a lot but uh, we'll have to get Tom back on here when Marty's back he should be back next week fingers crossed no we definitely need to get Tom back because we gotta hear about the roses response and Marty won't talk about his relationships whereas Tom will so that will give us relationship corner where I offer advice that no one should take which I think should be a reoccurring segment I like the idea (laughs) it's quite a good ring to it Right? (laughs) Uh. Okay, bye!